What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another Headspace podcast. I am your host, Chris Chrome, and today we are going to be reviewing the new album from T Grizzly called The Smartest. Again, this is the project from T Grizzly, the new project called The Smartest. What's up, everybody? Hope everybody's doing well. I know my uh, my last review was a little bit uh, kind of not normal. I've guess i just completely went in on that project not giving it enough credit so i do apologize uh i will publicly say that i do apologize to demrick if i butchered his lyrics or if i did uh anything that wasn't really uh appropriate for the album i may have been not as open-minded as i should have been and i do take that in consideration when reviewing these projects that sometimes i just don't uh I don't know, sometimes I'm just very closed-minded on some projects, which is not really a good thing as a reviewer, so I will take that into consideration and make sure that I do better with that, so thank you for your criticism as well. There was no hate intended, it's all out of love, honestly, like, as somebody who likes to be, who maybe looked at as a fan, or part of the culture, and wants to be part of it, and wants to make music, and also wants to be, uh, you know, just kind of out there and have a voice, I guess. I, uh, I should have came across and approached that uh, album a little bit better. So just wanted to get that out there. I did see the tweet. I did see the comment. Just thought I should address it. Don't really have much to say else. Just want to stay on peaceful, positive notes, especially in times like this. And uh, we'll move on from that. With that, though, uh, again, this is the T Grizzly review of the album The Smartest. And uh, a little bit of reason why I picked this project is because I do have some friends who've been listening to T Grizzly for a while. I have heard of his name. I know that uh, I think his manager or his aunt, I'm pretty sure it's his manager, but I think the manager is his aunt, uh, has passed away in terms of gun violence. So uh, I have heard his name very recently, and he's somebody I've always wanted to check out, just never really... I don't know, I never really had, I want to say time, or really had the interest to, but doing these reviews do give me that, uh, I guess, sometimes forces my hand to find somebody that I really kind of, I guess, I'm interested in. Uh, I I did see other projects that were out, I don't think I'm fit and qualified to review the Tiana Taylor album, just to be fair, I listened to some of the music, it is great, it is amazing, she's an amazing artist, but I am nowhere near fit to review any of that music. Maybe I'm not even fit fit to review some of this music, but I feel like maybe I'll understand a lot of this uh, better and just uh, have a more more fun time reviewing it. Now, apologize. Now, moving on to the project, uh, T. Grizzly dropped his new album, The Art, the Smartest, and this tra- this project has 17 tracks, so I will be doing two parts. I do have a lot of work to get done and a lot of other things to take care of, so uh, this is part one. Part two will be coming very soon, hopefully, and um, you'll be able to check out that. My final grade review will be sent at the end of the video. At the also end of the video, we'll be talking about the Patreons. Speaking about that, I do want to say thank you to Lindell Williams, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, Ismail Gadamsey, DJ Black Hurricane, Scribble, and Carl J. Greatly appreciate everything you guys do for us in terms of just be following us, being part of the community. We really do greatly appreciate it. And uh, yeah, moving forward with that, uh, just to give you guys some context on where I know T. Grizzly from and kind of just... Uh, why I guess I did this album is just, I don't know him. Uh, I know he's from Detroit. I know about the incident that happened in terms of, uh, I guess, you know, that shooting, that gun violence. Um, 
rest in peace, of course. My condolences to T. Grizzly for losing a loved one. Um, but I don't actually know exactly who he is. I just know that he has a lot of hype around him, and he's somebody that I've been... Just every time I hear his name, I just kind of want to, like, just get to know him a little more. Um, also, I do... My best friend also listens to a couple tracks from him that I've really been bumping with him recently, uh, especially during quarantine, just because he likes, you know, different music than I do. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this guy a chance, and let's see what we can do. So... I uh, decided to go with this project, and I'm not going to lie, uh, for the first half already from the eight tracks that I'm going to be reviewing, there this is a really great project. I really do like it. Uh, I'm going to start off by saying that I don't have... <clears throat> there's obviously some ups and downs, of course. Uh, there's obviously, uh, you know, things that I look at and, and things that I feel with the project, but of course, the, the, just the overall presentation from this, it is really great. Uh, I like the way T Grizzly really just kind of, something that I, I, I've noticed from him is that he just kind of raps, he doesn't really care about uh, much, he just enjoys the music and the flow of, of just being in that vibe, and that's something that I really did appreciate. A lot from listening to this project and of course it's just the first eight tracks uh to move on to i guess the album cover i, I really really like the album cover because of the fact that it takes a there's so many things here that really kind of i guess express who um t grizzly is i also looked up his age he was born in 94 so he's technically 25 years old he's basically my age because i'm 26 um so it, for me, I was like, I want to kind of see, I guess, what somebody my age who's living through this, who kind of comes from these areas and what he has to say about, about like what's happening and what's and what's going on. So that was part of my interest in wanting to do the album as well. What I did notice is that the character behind T Grizzly actually looks like a, 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 a well, <clears throat> a black version of the character one from uh codename kids next door uh it's a show that i watched growing up as a kid um the actual original character is white with a bald head this character here uh it's the one right behind t grizzly that would be the guy in the mid i'll be the guy in the front of the class writing uh, i guess writing down notes or taking writing lyrics in class um but it's cool because that's that's that kind of seems to be like a show that really stuck with a lot of kids a lot of people uh i also noticed that like another kind of cartoon looking show was the girl in the back of that one um it kind of has the cartoon design from uh totally spies which is another show uh that i used to watch it was supposed to be a cartoon show for girls i guess but I don't know, it was just cool to see, like, the cartoon version of what would be Charlie's Angels, essentially. So that was actually pretty dope that I got to see that in the album cover as well. Now, also, going forward, you also have, uh, in the back back, it kind of looks like the Boondocks type of drawing. So there's, there's like, different types of artistic uh, creativity in this album cover, which I did really appreciate so much. On the backgrounds, you've got silence is still vi silence supports violence. Uh, you've got Black Lives Matter, so he's also going to be speaking of. I kind of get the sense he's going to be speaking of what's going on right now. Uh, kind of, I guess there's going to be some drug talk since there's lean. There's somebody passed out, 
like there's a lot to get from this from this photo and I think this does speak volumes just the way the coloring and if you know you know like if you don't know who the characters are you won't understand I guess who T Grizzly is some of these characters may have like been references in the in the out in the project may also be influences on who he is and kind of how he moves or whatnot so because I say that because I know the boondocks does play a big role in like hip-hop and also I guess the culture and in terms of being um I guess black entertainment or whatnot again I don't know much about that I watch the boondocks from time to time it's a great show actually but um I don't know the actual impact of what the uh, show is about but it's pretty great at the end of the day like it's still great and I think that like overall this whole whole um, album cover does say a lot about what we're gonna get from uh, T Grizzly now when we move on to the album title the smartest it's pretty interesting because just for me somebody who grew up I guess would say with T Grizzly just in terms of the ages right not saying that we were like friends or anything or actually know him because we're not he's from Detroit I'm from Montreal Quebec so yeah but the idea is you know I feel like there's going to be a lot of wisdom and pull and he's like the smartest out of the group the the the, the his generation or he's going to really be showing you kind of like what he sees in his point of view so i feel like there's going to be a lot of knowledge that's coming from this project as well as uh just his knowledge and 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 his his ideas that he wants to bring to the table and i thought that was really powerful i like how there's no like i didn't see the title on the on the album cover it's just the album cover um kind of like the smartest out of the out of the bunch it seems to be him as he's taking notes signifying everyone else seems to be kind of like you know really um falling asleep or not really paying attention or kind of dozing off so it's like it's, it's really interesting what he's trying to s signify he's trying to i guess pull away from the from the commonality the 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 uh what i guess the the norm of how people act or whatnot he's trying to be different he's trying to show that he's different so that was something that was really cool uh yeah that's really pretty much what i got from the album cover and the album title uh we're just gonna move right into the uh first track so the first track is called the smartest intro so the first track coming off on this project is actually really cool how he starts off with the title track the smartest intro and kind of introduces the whole project like this now what we get from this whole overall what i kind of took away from this track is that there is this uh idea of like give like foreshadowing kind of what the whole project's going to be about he's talking about you know his past things he's talking about uh his family life he's talking about kind of just how like life in the streets was kind of just talks about certain things that he kind of does and it's really really actually super cool what what stood out to me first off was how t grizzly presents his raps um i am not comparing any rapper to any rapper i want to make that 100 percent clear but I do also want to say that I kind of find that T Grizzly also has a very similar style to the way that like uh, SOB RBE kind of raps like this this just very hype party energetic type of just talking coming at it rap now again I don't want to compare anybody they're completely different artists SOB RBE kind of for me feels more like banger club music but also has got like a street vibe T Grizzly is really coming off as this more of <coughs> this more of like straight like 
real gangster understanding the streets like moves in a very boss like way doesn't really kind of like minds his own business and this is a lot what we get from this uh now the intro starts off going i ain't giving nobody no passes i ain't giving nobody none i ain't giving nobody no i ain't giving no i ain't giving nobody one and i like how he's not giving anybody passes how he's not like letting up on anybody and really just kind of being like everybody's gonna guess something like everybody needs to know uh right now kind of especially like everybody's getting hit in a sense and i really like that then we start off with the post chorus how he goes used to carry bottles to the store praying nobody see me how these bitches disappear they up there with houdini now now one of my trucks a bentley and the other a lamborghini driving to the same store praying at somebody see me they asked me if my fans abandoned me what would they kill me my own family abandoned me so you tell me and right away i'm thinking like yo this man understands betrayal t grizzly understands pain like we start off by understanding like as a kid or maybe younger age when he was going to the store he had to like get bottles uh probably for recycling to make some change or whatnot and he kind of felt anxious about it scared about it he, he didn't want people to know he was doing that but then, like, you know, obviously the bitches disappeared. People didn't want to talk to him, didn't want to fuck with him no more. And he's all like, yo, nobody wants to be around. Women don't want to talk to me. But now that he's got a Bentley and a Lamborghini and he's making money, he's hoping he can flaunt it. And I feel like there's this self-contradiction kind of happening inside. And that was super, super cool. I did appreciate that. Um, I, I like how he addresses kind of like the fans of, like, if the fans left him, or like abandon him would it kill him and he's like nah like let me you you let me know what you think if i tell you my family abandoned me and that's something that really kind of stood out like he's really just kind of stood up for his own uh he's got this kind of like lone wolf mentality which is pretty cool we kind of move into the chorus got a big family but that's cold family got a new family still love my old family i know how it feel to know i had no family <clears throat> I wish I could bring back my dead and gone family run up that run that bag up now I'm on home management metal on me don't have me around no ma uh, magnets hey so I like how he's addressing I like how he's using the word family saying kind of taking out who's who and just saying like everybody's family if you act a certain way if you kind of respect that loyalty if you kind of respect that that way of moving and i i did appreciate that that's what i got there because i like when he said got new family still love my old family kind of like it doesn't matter where we are in life as long as i know you got me I, we are still family we are still we're still together I like the idea of metal on me. Don't ha don't uh, don't have me around. No magnets. I like how he's saying the metal, which would be the gun, I would assume, and the magnets would be the people who are, I guess, attracting the bullets because they're starting shit or whatnot, which was pretty interesting. Then we get into verse one. <clears throat> verse one goes, "Big bag and his bitch. Now, uh, now where the hoes at? That's fucking. I got everything. So when I hit the mall, I don't see nothing. Wait outside that homie." Mama house since he think he the toughest. I got two of the same watches. Born uh, both them bitches a hundred. So yeah, it's kind of lavish and it's kind of really stunning. But you're kind of getting this idea of like, yo, this guy really like works for what he's got. This guy's really just the way that he kind of has this like speed talk. He's not really rapping. It's more like. Uh, big bag in this bitch. Now where the hoes at? That's fucking. I got everything. So when I hit the mall, I don't see nothing. Wait outside that homie mama house. See, since he think he the toughest, I got the two. Like just the way he raps is it just it really gives off this nice, 
kind of like he just doesn't give a fuck attitude and it's so dope um i got anger problems so i can't kill you with kindness i like that how he addresses he's got some issues and he's also like yo it's hard for me to be kind especially when i have anger issues kill you with the chopsticks or kill you with this nine bitch granny used to try to have me on some get a job shit i ain't got no job bitch that's nonsense i'm robin so i like how like he uh, he understands that there's people in his life who have like looked over him and tried to get him this but he's also kind of done certain shit uh couldn't sell dope they had the plug and they was hogging it knew i would get rich when i was young that was me calling it ain't nobody help but they all want to be a part of it this 40 that i got will cut your head off like spartacus i like that idea i like how he's kind of representing this uh he's kind of playing bars on the whole 300 roman thing which was or the spartans actually my bad uh that's actually pretty cool uh and the verse does follow through really nicely and and it's still got like these these really heavy violent bars outside the op party with the tech slamming couldn't keep shooting because these bitch kept jamming little homie you a bitch like my ex comp ex, my ex companion walking anyway <clears throat> walking anywhere and i'm a stand on shit so it's like you really get this idea that he's he's bossing out and this is what he's doing and he's kind of like taking over and i feel like we're going to get a lot of this through the album but it's also in a way where he's like kind of depicting this is kind of what he had to struggle through as well when we get the chorus, I got big family, but that's cold family, new family, but I still love my old family. I, I know how it feels to know how to have no, I had no family. I wish I could bring back my dead and gone family. So that's still dope. Verse two is a little shorter, but I like how he goes, uh, who the fuck these homies talking to? That's why you can't let these homies get too comfortable. They treat you like a worker. Shoot them and shoot them. Show them the boss in you. They act like they ain't scared of you going off a few. I like how he's addressing just like, people don't treat you the way you deserve to be treated especially when you're making certain moves especially when you're doing certain things when you're really putting in that work or when you're really trying to accomplish things people should address you and treat you the way that you i guess trying to present but i guess that also does speak to like this idea of presentation right um they act like they ain't scared of you going off a few i'd rather be loyal because you scared of me not loyal because you love me you could love me and steal from me my uncle stole an ounce i left a i left a birdie there <clears throat> same night they had to take his ass to urgent care so he's kind of saying like loyalty isn't just because we are blood family or we're anything like that he really prides himself on the idea of like morals and values and don't steal and don't rob like he says he's he left an ounce there i think a birdie would have been a i guess an ounce of coke um and you know he had to kind of just turn around and like his uncle stole it so he had to kind of deal with business and i guess he put his uncle in the in the urgent care but it's, it's this idea of like real street mentality and really not backing down to anybody that I did appreciate from T Grizzly. And I thought that was super, super cool. And we're going to get a lot of this through the project. And I thought that was amazing. And just the way that, like, it really does show, like, knowing he's my age and knowing that, like, we probably, not that we live the same life. And that's not what I'm trying to say. But we have, like, we've seen the same shows. We've probably been through the same, like, 
educational changing, like when they change the, the curriculum and shit like that. I'm not saying school reforms. I'm not saying he went to a better school or I did. Nothing like that. That's fuck. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like there's probably a lot of similarities just growing up as a millennial that we can relate to. And it's like, fuck, dude, like you live such a different life compared to what I've been through. And, and it's like you're just right next door. And I'm getting so much from this first track. Like, it's crazy. Uh, I did leave this track with a 4.2 on 5. I thought it was actually really, really great. Uh, yeah, the next song is called I Apologize. This song, track two, already a banger. It is it is so crazy the way that he comes in with this self-acknowledgement and this, <clears throat> this just being super humble. Like, super, super humble about about who he is and what he's been through essentially the song is him apologizing for becoming rich and changing changing his attitude changing the way that he may have looked at things once he started getting money things may have not been the same and it's like the idea that he can the idea that he comes from such a grimy place you know had to come from such grimy environment it's like i could understand you know from listening to many rappers and listening to many many uh people talk about his it's like I can see how you could get shit changed in your life when when money comes and probably if you come from a poverty a poverty life, you know, <clears throat> you wanna you wanna kind of live and, and and get lavish stuff and, and and live in that that world. But I feel like T Grizzly is kind of like yo, I came up from like core values. I come up from like the dirt, the deep end, the darkness, and it's like. I shouldn't be acting the way now if I've been rapping like this for so long. It's just super great. Like even even the beat change and the and the tone change and just everything that he did with this was so different that I was like, yo, the diversity already is super cool. Like as a first listen, as an introduction to this artist, I was so intrigued. Um, so the intro, you got T Grizzly and Ty Dollar Sign. I I I I I know that joke is so old. Uh, Hip Boy had to make. Uh, it's produced by Hip Boy. I uh, had to make, had to take off my, had to take my jewelry off for this shit, man. Had to take my money out of my pocket and everything before I even started rapping, just so I get that feeling again. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, nah. Back to the grind, that hunger. Not like everybody else is that rich. Not like everybody else that that's rich. And it's like that right there, getting back into that mentality, understanding like the core roots of where I guess where he comes from, that hunger that brought him to where he is, was absolutely insane. Like you, you can see he's getting into that mentality because he knows that he's probably changed or he's become a different person and he has to go back to that to feed i guess himself and 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 the lyrics to to the fans it's crazy <clears throat> the verse comes in and this is pretty much one full verse with just little like hype man sounds from ty dollar sign which is pretty cool but this verse is actually pretty solid right so the verse comes in t grizzly goes the last shit i dropped was some industry song i thought was going to be lit now i know if i kept doing that it ain't going to be shit i can't make that shit y'all hear from drake and them the people that release the people that relate to me don't relate to taylor swift uh so i apologize right there i like how he's not really taking shots at drake or taylor swift let's just be clear he is addressing that he can't do what they do he's not like that that's not his life and he can't make hits and the fact that he started off already coming out the industry kind of being like yo i tried to do what you wanted me to do and it just didn't work is something that was like yo that's a lot of what a lot of rappers have been saying like yo the industry may make music but 
it's not music that really fulfills the artist is kind of what I'm getting from here and not super super dope right so the last shit I dropped was some industry songs I thought it was gonna be lit now I know if I keep doing that it ain't gonna be shit and that could just be like from himself like he feels like it won't be shit which was super crazy from coming to the studio and seeing dollar signs instead of being real with y'all like how i'm traumatized trying to be that honest trying to have that relatability and not just be like oh i'm super rich that shit happened to jb hit me so hard and made my mama cry speak of my mama yeah she still got a lot of time lost my great granny we knew she was lost out of time i ain't cut them homies off for nothing they they was out of line uh, homie, homie rappers tell the feds, homie rappers to the feds have them signing like, ta singing like Tara Dollar Sign, Hey, I ain't no rapper, I'm an artist, ain't in, ain't in and out of jail, so I gotta be the smartest, so, let's be clear, first, he's also not talking shit about Ty Dollar Sign, clearly, he's really just making that, that reference, like, Ty Dollar Sign can actually sing, and that rappers nowadays, or people nowadays, act like they're so tough, but then when the feds get involved, they really start snitching, and he's like super street that he won't even snitch, and he'll do the time, he has to move the smartest, which is what he's addressing here, uh, I ain't no rapper, uh, I ain't no rapper, I'm an artist, and ain't in and out of jail, so I gotta be the smartest, so it's like he's addressing that because he's not moving like these ways, or he's not in and out of jail, that he has to move a certain way to stay out and survive and keep moving forward, which was pretty dope, the verse itself is super kind of heavy, like you gotta listen to it a couple times to kind of understand how he switches between different scenarios and experiences to really get you to a poly like. He's kind of apologizing for everything under the umbrella, which is insane. Uh, I like when he said, uh, he was kind of bringing up this idea, right? So the real side of me, it's it's a broke me. So, okay, so you come from broke times, which was super dope. And the rich me owe him an apology, which is actually super crazy. Like, he's acknowledging that now that he's rich, he needs to apologize for the way that he may have looked at, like, the broke him, may have, like, acknowledged the broke him, which is something that was super interesting to me, just kind of like being, again, uh, I guess, true with yourself, humble with yourself, and being able to just, like, yo, like, appreciate the work that the broke you did before the rich you got you rich, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's actually really cool. Really, I hit the lottery, I did, and instead of being grateful, I just see people winning and let it bother me. I did. Kylie made a billion, I'm falling, I'm falling in life. Kylie made a billion, I'm failing in life, I gotta be, she younger than me, so I'm I'm supposed to have more money logically. I've had thoughts like this, where, like, you're older than somebody who's you're older than somebody you feel like you should be doing better or whatnot but that's not actually true it's based on like the work you do then i start thinking like then i start thinking like that shit don't apply to me kylie jenner came from millions i come from poverty anybody born into money they supposed to you was going to be dead you was going to be dead at 20 that's what they told you so it's it's like there is this idea that there's people who are born into money they're supposed to be or whatnot because luck of the draw or something like that but he's also addressing that like it's harder for him to maybe achieve this or for people like him because he was told they're not going to live past 20 just their environment the way that they grow up the way that they kind of deal with things it's fucked up like it's so fucked up and just listening to this and kind of kind of looking at him and kind of seeing like i don't come from millions of money but i know what it is to have money compared to being like super poor right and it's 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 like I'm kind of, I feel like I'm just listening to to somebody in my generation really just explaining to me what's happening. And this is crazy. Like, this is a lot. And I really like how he's presenting this. I really like 
how he's how he's just kind of going in and and being just super honest uh now i understand i'm me so i ain't nothing like any other man when they was busy buying fits and never wearing clothes twice i was at auntie's house telling leo give me everything you don't like i was doing that as well like i understand that when you don't have your own money and things are pretty tight like even though i come from family of money doesn't mean that i always I always ate yeah but it's not like i always got what i always wanted it's not like i always was able to like purchase certain clothes or be able to get that i had to go to like you know i wasn't getting designer designer but i still had what i, I had the necessities so that was like pretty much it i guess my just my conditions were different my my living conditions may have been a little different i you know again i can't really say that i've gone through anything that any of these people have gone through that's a fact a hundred percent fact but it's like i'm also open-minded enough and i also talk to a lot of people and try to understand a lot of sides of the world enough to be like you know shit like this is really fucked this is really like insane and i like how he's approaching this mentality i like how he's 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 able to kind of bring up this conversation and, and really like show people like look at how i think and look at what i kind of see here which is crazy uh, i like how they say they make themselves feel real by hanging with bummy homies pull up to the trenches take some pictures let, let me clutch the blicky that's why i be irate when i have to fuck with homies uh i'ma tell you the truth they letting homies get some money all the other shit is through i got bitches i got my homies i got a millions in the stew so i like again how he's addressing the fakeness kind of in the culture how people aren't really true to the streets ain't really true to who they who they claim to be which was really really interesting especially as track two i thought that that was super super dope um and the verse does follow through and tight dollar sign does a nice job of getting some of the ad libs and some of the hypes up so i did appreciate that uh but overall this whole song gets a 4.5 on 5 like it's so crazy just the difference in energy the difference in the way that t grizzly comes in and kind of shows you like yo i am self-aware of what i have changed into and kind of where my life is now but also acknowledging like because change has happened i kind of have to move these certain ways but i still hold on to core values which is why i apologize which i thought was super dope i thought that was super super dope super humble of him i i really appreciate these type of songs like that uh it shows a lot of self-growth a lot of and again i don't really know where he's growing from i never listened to any of his like solo projects before but it does show that there is some self-growth some maturity happening it does show that he's like yo i i may have like fucked up in the past or whatnot so i did greatly appreciate that again this song is a 4.5 on 5 the next song on the project is called trenches so at first trenches seemed to be um what to me felt like a, just another track that kind of just was like reinforcing uh the idea of like this is kind of where i come from uh you know this is kind of what we do and this is this is kind of how we move in the areas but actually it's a really interesting track just just the way that it, you kind of see why he does all these things so it starts off with Big Sean. Um, I, I, 
to be honest, I don't really know why like Big Sean and T Grizzly were together on this. I guess it's just because they're really both Detroit artists and they're really both representing the city, so that's super dope. Uh, but maybe there's like some affiliation, maybe they just linked up and they're just from the same area, so that's pretty cool as well. Uh, but I don't know anything about that, but I thought it was actually super dope. Again, just because they're both Detroit artists, I thought that was cool. So Big Sean comes in and his verse is pretty straightforward, but it's like it's 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 the idea of We'll just, we'll just go through it. So homies praying on my downfall. These homies praying on my downfall. Straight up from the bleachers, but I'm a different creature. I bring shit to the table. I ain't fucking with no leechers. Dope dick. Oh shit. I gave my bitch. I gave my bitch seizures. Seizures. Jesus. Uh, knew something was weird when step bro had a kitchen full of beakers and he ain't no chem teacher. So we're kind of seeing like the the, the kind of glow up that he had to go through and not really what it is now it's more like this is where we were at and this is kind of what we've been through because right no uh, knew something was weird when step bro had a kitchen full of beakers and he ain't no chem teacher so clearly there was a kitchen with some dope in it or whatnot trying to cook up some stuff i looked up to that homie then i looked up to the preacher that's why a homie be preaching that's interesting it's like it's like he's looking up to his older brother who was doing some like i guess foul shit or whatnot you want to look at it however you want to look at it and then there was also i guess the preacher maybe he's like religious or he's really like he had to go to sunday school or whatnot so that's super interesting uh i can't fuck with these people who ain't passionate i'm i'm adamant if it's my plan it's elaborate dropped out of state but a homie still done mastered it if it's my shit i'm smashing it your shit i'm snatching it holy jesus lazarus it's just really dope the way that he's kind of spitting it all braids so don't be talking about no all braids so don't be talking about no practice bitch i done been around actors and activists uh i can't get money alone or collaborative i can't take pictures with a bad bitch and afterwards she a badder bitch that's fact i mean it's kind of straightforward but i like the way that he just defines i guess who he is and and, and where he comes from and kind of really showing you just like this is what made me me and that was super dope then we there's no there's no post chorus there's no hook nothing we just go into straight verse two uh t grizzly yeah i want i went to cody and dixon both three dollars to my name got a juice and a mcchicken call in some connie uh, call in some coney it's gonna be done in 20 minutes don't get up there without no strap might have to bang it out with some homies wait hold up went on google when i looked up your lyrics they ain't have no meaning in them poor activists on my bullets might have to lean a homie now i like that because he's like saying because you know activist is sipping lean and then when he leans a homie it's like he's gonna shoot him i can't really say the word but when you look it up it's actually pretty cool and rhymes uh yeah she bad but i can't wife her if she been seen with homies i'd rather stay broke and go chase with some greedy homies like mike dropped like mike dropped i'm like i wish i was low bow wow which is interesting because i also had that same feeling when like mike dropped just because at the time Lil Bow Wow wasn't just like he was also an artist to me as well I was listening to his music and he was also uh acting so that was cool Unc like never wish you was another homie which is interesting kind of like how his uncle was telling him you have to be yourself you have to stay true to yourself and that mentality of just being yourself and not trying to be like anyone else don't wish to be anyone else that creates envy uh asked asked him I'm happy uh, I am 
Asked, am I happy with this money, bitch? I'm happy to be living. I was making a sandwich. They started shooting through the kitchen. I got lowered in a midget. Bullets crashing through them dishes. Hey, I'm really from the trenches. So you're really seeing, like, yo, even as a kid, he went through some really tough shit. And just bullets going through the trenches and everybody kind of just having to live on their toes and really been on this been on this ride. It's insane. Now, I really do like just the storytelling aspect of what we're getting. And the verse is pretty long. I mean, it goes through... Um, I like when he goes, my chain got, my chain got more fucking colors than a coogie fit. Stay talking about me. Tell him, tell him, uh, tell him, tell you, stay talking about me. Tell him, tell you how I feel. I thank God he'd been working harder than the devil. I'm black, rich felon with some hit records. Joy, joy road, Joey road, joy road. What I've been yelling, homie's been telling care about a lot. Don't give a fuck about what it costs now i like what he's saying here that he cares more about what the cost is of things and just again i think it's like the principle of things and the aspect of things which was interesting and i like how he's i'm a black rich felon with some hit records i like how he's addressing just kind of like i don't think he chooses to be that i think that's just kind of what he's placed as because his again his atmosphere his upbringing his 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 past his environment that he had to deal with it's like it's not really his fault but he is making the best out of what he can do which i thought was super super dope the rest of the verse is pretty hard and he and he follows suit very very nicely uh i like that 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 the way that both Big Sean and T Grizzly mesh together on this project i thought this was super super dope uh yeah overall i did give this song a 4.2 uh it just it was more uh direct than it was the last track this the last track had a lot of like oh like you had to really sit with it and digest it over and over again uh this was really just like hyped up but the the message itself now i like how he wraps up the end that's what i want to say on my mama i was really in the trenches they ain't men homie uh, homies bitches on my mama i was really in the trenches ain't a man homies bitches you hear me now i like how he's saying he's like he's doing it for family he's not in the trenches for himself he's really out here doing it because he he's trying to feed his family take care of his mother really that that core value of family which i thought was really really great anyway the next track is called rap a lot so rap a lot is is kind of cool um i'll be honest it's not like my favorite favorite track so far um the beat's interesting it's got this like nice little boppy feel uh it's kind of happier a little bit the idea of this song i feel is like he's really just proving how much he likes to rap and he's kind of paying homage to a lot of icons um it's pretty much the basis of the song that's what i got uh, but it's really cool, and it just really shows the diversity in what he can do as an artist and how T Grizzly really can perform a lot of tracks. There is some a little bit of autotune on the vocals, kind of helping him sing a little bit, but that was the cool part is that it's like it shows like you you don't just want to be this like you're not just this gangster rapper like you really are an artist you're really just out here making music and you're trying to like show a lot of different sides of you which was interesting and i really did like that uh so the intro starts off i like to trap a lot i remember the days when i didn't have nothing now they think i'm signed to burman i get cash money ain't signed to master p but i ain't no limit to this shit bulletproof and tinted in this bitch crib to ella crib 
crib got 11 rooms ain't no tenants in this bitch we back and forth through racks ain't no plane in this bitch so it's like okay so i understand you're still talking about like you know moving racks moving money i like how he dropped the birdman line and the master p line again paying homage to like legendary rappers that maybe he grew up with listening to and kind of people that he knows uh so that was interesting the chorus goes on uh i ain't signed to j prince but i like to rap a lot on that gz and that gucci shit i like to trap a lot i remember the days when i didn't have nothing now they think i'm signed to birdman i got cash money and he flows through and he flows through now what's interesting is like you have ti like he name drops ti he name drops master p birdman gucci uh gz and it's like these people really i guess for him played a big part in his life which is super interesting and i like how he's paying homage to them just like really respecting them for who they are in the game uh verse one i ain't had a lot but bitch i had a glock i was in the field with the jake boys like travis scott i like how he's paying homage to travis scott and jake boys i looked it up i didn't know don toliver was actually part of like travis scott's little little group of boys called the jake boy the jack boys or jake boys that was actually really cool um Oh, no, it's Jack Boys, because it's interesting, because Jack Boys, when you jack people, like when you rob them, so it's interesting how he's using that double entendre line. Uh, in school, I could find a I could find a dice game, but I couldn't find a pencil, chasing homies down, tell Nipsey the marathon continues. Roly from my watch, this shit a trophy on my block, homies think we signed a Jay-Z gang, throwing up their rocks, Rock Nation. Again, another Jay-Z line, tell Nipsey the marathon continues. It's just super cool how he's like really paying respect to a lot of these rappers and a lot of these people who played a big role in the game, and it's just super super dope and i like how he's doing that that's really what i got from this song uh again i don't have much to actually say about it uh the chorus comes in it's still solid ain't signed to j prince but i like to rap a lot on a g on that jeezy and gucci shit i like to trap a lot i remember the days when i didn't have nothing now they think that i'm signed to Burman. i get cash money it's pretty straightforward but it's like listening to this isn't like one of my singles that i'll go to but listening to this part of the project overall is actually really really dope because it does fit nicely with how the album is is going forward and we're also getting that like sing-songy part now again where i'm really more focused on the diversity of how he presents this what he's saying is pretty legit like i i completely understand what he's getting at and he's just proving that he likes to rap a lot and that he's put a lot of effort in this and it really just shows they think i signed to p because i control the streets came to uh, come sign the grizzly gang got a pole and some cheese should have signed to the zoo the homies know that i'm a beast 2005 we would have signed a bmf for a big meech because of them because all of them foreign trucks they came out i had to i had them at a young age more strippers that more stripes than adidas homie think they said I, they signed to kanye so it's like again a lot of these it's just a lot of these figures who have changed the game and he's really just kind of showing you like yo this is kind of what people have been pinning me against these are the people that i i listen to and that i'm i like i try to aspire to be like so that was something super cool i did give this a four on five um pretty solid i mean i don't really have much to say either than that but it's still a great track the next song is called the funeral so i'll be completely honest i again don't have much to say about this song it's pretty straightforward except it's it's okay so for me it's really just a hype track this whole song comes with a wave of energy a wave of just hypeness and it's so just upbeat and like not giving a fuck the whole track is basically just t grizzly explaining how he wants some fire ass head which i could understand that and i could relate sometimes you just don't want to deal with nothing and like you just want to enjoy yourself and just have fun so i get that uh but overall like in terms of 
real messaging or rawness that I got from this song wasn't really much but it's still super super dope uh, the chorus she asked for a purse I'm like you ain't go to the funeral she said what you mean I'm like that shit dead she's saying she pull it up I'm like bring the fire bring the extinguisher she like why cuz I need some fire ass head and then the beat starts up it goes now I don't really understand <laughs> What I think he's saying is there's no more like chivalry like she asked for her purse I'm like you ain't go to the funeral like yo that shit dead like you don't ask me for your purse and stuff like you get it yourself or whatever I think that's what he's kind of saying and like he doesn't really care about chivalry he just wants head I think that's that's what he's saying as well but <clears throat> let's just move on to the verse I don't like no bougie bitches we ain't got nothing in common like my hoes ratchets she'll twerk in front of her mama and her mama and her auntie gonna twerk with her her best friend gonna get drunk as fucking flirt with her I got some new numbers I need rubbers it's gonna it's gonna be a busy week copy and pasting messages to my freaks I miss you let's link say say she want <clears throat> Ruth Chris bitch McDonald's up the street so it's like you really tell he's just he's in a vibe He's in a certain mode in his life where he just wants to be himself and not really deal with anybody and really just kind of fuck around and have fun and he's not really trying to spend any money and he's just trying to live life. Now, this could also be maybe because he grew up poor or he grew up, you know, not having a lot of money go growing up. So he does kind of carry this mentality of like, yo, this is the type of shit that I just kind of do. And I like that. I like how he's just being really, really real about it. Uh, but like... Ain't that you know, all that money shit? I do that for the gram ho. I'm cheap. I like how he's like, I like how he's kind of acting a little bit like, I don't know if this is satirical about any other rappers, but it does kind of show off this idea of like, yo, we post money on the gram and stuff, but how do you think we stay rich by being cheap and really trying to just conserve all the money we have to post on the gram? I think that's what he's trying to say. I guess when I'm trying to pick it apart, but I don't really fully understand this song 100 percent uh when she asked for the purse i'm like you ain't go to the funeral she said what that mean i'm like that shit dead the chorus is actually really funny and really interesting to listen to so that does get points for the song itself uh verse two when i hit i'm out of your way catch me catch me a nut and i gotta skate one in the head don't cock don't cock it okay I'm from the city, we cocky, okay? Shaq with the number, cause I had to block ya, had to block it, okay? Shaq with the numbers, cause I had to block it, okay? You know it was my bitch if you got blocked off my, blocked from my page. She asked, was it real? I said, yeah, real fake. You knew what it was when I ain't take you on a real date. So it kind of shows like he's not really trying to fuck with women either. He's just really trying to do himself. He's just trying to do his own thing. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't really know, like, besides besides really being a hype track like a really 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 <sighs> my apologies guys uh indigestion but besides being a really really hype track it's like i don't know i didn't i didn't find much to really take away from this of this song but like it's still super dope and and i guess just the mentality of it gets you in this like i don't give a fuck mood and it kind of makes you happy like you just want this and it gets you out of that vibe and i like that about this i like this how it just kind of gives you this sense of like being free and kind of just doing what you want so that was super dope uh there is a third verse i mean you know i ain't left-handed because i hit these bitches right away she's so cold that i hit her by the fireplace still waiting on the dealership to send me my license plate came came condom i can't let them fry me like some rice and steak 
I mean, I don't, I don't, no, I can't fuck her raw because cause she gonna text like we gotta talk. So, like, I understand, you know, being protected, being safe. But the song itself is pretty just I Like, it's not, like, the greatest, greatest thing. But it's still dope besides, like, being super, super hype. And, like, I would go to this just because it's such a pumped-up song and it gets you energized in the morning. And, like, even in the morning, like, you wake up to this and you're like, yeah, I just want some sloppy-ass head. And just fucking getting in and getting rolled up. It, it, it's a great track. It does give that great vibe. I did give this song a 4.2 on 5. I thought it was super dope. Just content-wise, I mean, pretty straightforward. The next track is Lions and Eagles featuring Meek Mill. So after the high energy, hyperactive track, we come back to that like gangster feel track that I, I, I think is being presented here in Lions and Eagles, which is actually really, really dope. Like it kind of shows, it's kind of like two sides. You got like, I think Meek Mill would be the Lions and uh, T Grizzly would be Tree Grizzly would be the Eagles. I don't really know like what the references would be, but it's just dope how it's just dope how like again we're getting this this like this is kind of like the life we live and this is this is where we come from. So Meek Mill comes in on verse one. I just maxed out with this little bitch up in Barney's with the bag out. I walked in and lit up the party. I just smashed out with this little bitch in a Rari and I just cashed out on Playboy rocking Cardi's. Yeah, shout out to Playboy Cardi. Uh, kind of flows through and kind of seems very braggadocious. My little bitch from the D told me told me rock my buffs. We still ducking from the D's trying to rock it up. Homies pussy throwing flags trying to chop it up. Handsome homie in the streets we get we get to popping up. Caught him coming out the club so we shot shit up. Bitch was hanging with the ops so we shot so we shot at her. Show no mercy on them pussies. They ain't live enough. So so far you're still getting that mentality like yo if you really crossing lines we. We have to fucking end it we have to make sure that that shit gets rectified and that was super dope like meek mill does a really great job at being such a boss like the way that he even presents this verse is so nonchalant and so just like he doesn't even have like he's not even yelling usually like he's got that high energy yelling feel to him but he's not even doing that like he's just so kind of relaxed out a little bit like yo this is just kind of how shit is and that directness that meek mill is bringing on this on this song is really really like intimidating and i think that's part of the point like it's it's so intimidating that you're just like yo you don't want to fuck with meek mill and i think that's the point of it is that he moves like a lion he moves like the king of the jungle which is super dope then we get into the chorus more money more bitches more millions more riches bending corners on on four wheelers made some more money so i bought some more killers yeah i dope so the chorus i mean i don't really know what the chorus is standing for i think it's the idea of like now that we've got more money we can afford more people to protect us we can afford more people to be in our circle but like I don't know. I guess that's a little contradicting to what I've heard from T Grizzly, where he's like, I only trust people that are loyal to me. But if people are only working for money, like, wouldn't they cross over if somebody has a bigger bag or something? I don't know. I'm talking shit. I wouldn't really know. But it's interesting just what they're what they're what they're bragging about. And I guess it's just like, yo, we make money. We are dedicated to making this money. 
Uh, T Grizzly comes in on verse two. Only boss talking, homie. Shut the fuck up. Hate my off so much. I should go. I should go get him dug up. Don't fuck with I'm broke bitches no more, baby. I'm stuck up. Up to the ch up that chopper on my brother. I don't trust nothing. Wait, wait. Homies killed my auntie. Let me let me live, boy. You foolish. When you die and get me, and go meet her, she gonna tell you you stupid. So, the auntie. His auntie is what I assume would also be his manager, and that would be that uh, drive-by shooting uh, that happened, and rest in peace and condolences to his aunt for sure. Um, but, like, really, this whole verse right now is so dope because it's, like, we the realness of the verse and the realness of, like, yo, you fucked around with the wrong person. I'm coming for you. Like, even if this gets me time, like, you took my aunt away from me. And that level of just, like energy that he's spewing through the voice through the voice and through the lyrics you can really feel it resonating inside of you it's like insane it's absolutely insane we're gonna do the math subtract everybody we're gonna do it like math subtract every no if days pussy's got a problem you know i got a solution we're gonna do it like math subtract everybody included i'm like fuck bitches soon as i like fucking bitches soon as we meet only street homie from the d made more money than me was meech <clears throat> first one got touched on a hundred with without going to jail is me only homie on the song hardest first out is meek boy you sweet like i like how he's paying respect to meek male that's also dope but like there's the, the the real core for me in this song is the fact that he brought up the how he's dealing with like his aunt take being taken away from him that was super super interesting uh verse three then we get the chorus and he comes back from verse three just to end it like hold up wait a minute y'all thought i was finished hardest chain in the game this shit all in guinness how are you gonna get ahead you keep running from homies i get i'm slick like i had a cold and coughed on homies like he just comes in and bodies it and just that energy that hunger that he shows here displays is so crazy this song was absolutely super dope i also gave this a 4.215 overall the whole song is really really cool i like the way that meek mill took this less energetic feel and more direct blunt feel to be like yo understand what we are saying understand that this is what we are doing like these are some mentalities that people have from like for have and the places that we're from it was absolutely great t grizzly did an amazing job as well it's the the project so far is outstanding i really really do like this it's great 4.2 on 5 the next track is called no witnesses so no witness is an interesting song uh at first of course i thought it was going to be another track where they're not leaving any witnesses given the crimes that they do which technically yeah they're they're basically he's basically talking about that but it's also an idea of like generally nobody witnessing what you do kind of like move in silence not just with like i guess dope dealing or gun violence or anything like that but just even with projects music and nobody needs to know your business uh so it's pretty interesting so the chorus comes in as well there's an intro it's just uh and then the chorus comes in uh i ain't got no problems with no homies i don't know makes sense right straight off the bat it's just like yo if i don't know you i don't have an issue with you i don't have anything to know about to have an issue with and i don't know no one of you homies ain't gotta keep in touch with no homies i don't owe fair enough and i don't owe none of you homies fair enough i like how he's like addressing certain things i guess how people are kind of points that people are bringing up to him or whatnot and he's just like yo just be clear like i don't owe, owe you guys nothing i don't need to do any of this i've done this all on my own still solidifying that hard work and dedication that he did by himself which is really really cool can't nobody tell me if they don't know my can't nobody tell on me if they don't know my business and they don't know how and they <clears throat> who they who the who the fuck know i did that 
and they don't know my fucking business. I would have been an L if the feds had a witness, but ain't no motherfucking witness. Now, again, see, on that line, I kind of feel like, yo, it would have been an L if the feds had a witness, but no witness. So you could interpret it like, yo, he killed the witness or whatever it is, or there's that uh, that interpretation or that illusion. But it could also just be like, yo, if nobody knows your business, nobody's a witness to what you're doing. Nobody could ask questions. Nobody could, could be around. Nobody could say anything, which is still like this boss move mentality, which is so dope. Playing with verse one, playing with me, boy, you know how close you is to dying. Talking about how I'm winning, boy, you know how close I am to God. Amen. Uh, if I went out of my way just to prove I was certified, they <clears throat> then some bullshit happened to me. You know how hard that is. That hurt the guys. Chopper, cut the skin off your head. Get him circumcised. I'm ch hoping. I'm hopping into Ben's off the meds. I'm on Perky flying. So like you can see, he's kind of like now acting out and really just being like, yo, this is kind of how we move when shit starts to hit the fan. Free my mama. Yeah, she saw some birds in the turkey drive. This shit was happening to you boys. I got it hit. I got it out the dirt with mine. Yeah, homie out the mud clutching, walking out the club. Nike slides t-shirt on. Still can't pull out that can't pull out a dub. So I like how he's addressing and he's kind of showing you still like these the storytelling and the descriptive nature of how he just presents a lot of these bars is so cool. I like how he paints these pictures and he just like you can really just see him coming out of these clubs and kind of just slumped over and really just kind of dealing with life spilled some food on my shirt ain't worried with no stain on it still see you in the club take your bitch and rain on it like it's just he's just so not giving a fuck that he is he still do what he needs to do i ain't got no problems with no homies i don't know and, and just <clears throat> that idea is just like I kind of look at it like social media a little bit, how everybody's got an issue with people they don't know and they're always just complaining about something or they're always saying something. And T Grizzly's just here like, yo, I got more important shit to mind that business. It's kind of how I take it, which I thought was super, super dope. Like he's just really spitting facts like, yo, I ain't got to deal with shit. And if shit does have to happen, well, chop a cut the skin off your head, get him, circum get him circumcised. Like, He's just going to have to deal with it the way he knows because people cannot know his business and he likes to be secluded and personal like that. So it's super dope. Homies ask me why I, I ain't been calling homie for what? Bro be looking like he down. Believe me, he up. Pull up your pull up on your man's drop drop him, then tense him. Get up. I don't like them homies. They like what's the reason? Ain't one. I just don't like homies. They ain't my homies. That's how I'm feeling. Homies greedy, homies rats, homies snakes, homies bitches. I ain't even rushing to it. It just be coming to us we different and i like how he's addressing like yo people lie people people cheat people do all these things this is why i don't trust anybody and i like that i like how he's just being super real like everybody just fucks around and nobody's really there and he's like yo i like when he goes uh and then i um it's a blessing that you rich it's a blessing that we live in and then i say you a blessing because i don't believe in love before i i was up i prayed for it envisioning yeah i see me it i seen me it you can eat with us but dog just don't think you sweet with us because i'm like a pimple i'll squeeze and bust essentially saying like yo if you're eating with them and stuff don't think that that changes anything about the relationship just know that if you cross lines he will turn around and have to end it which i thought was super cool and i thought like I did get this essence like he's really just laying it down like yo there's no witnesses if you have no witnesses whether it's in criminal dope dealing or whatever even in your personal business you don't have any real issues you just kind of deal with it all yourself which is super super dope I, I really like the beat I like the way he flows on it I like that consistent energy 4.3 on 5 the next track and the final track for part one is picture of my city
So picture my city. Picture of my city is actually really, really super cool. Like, so T Grizzly in a way still follows the same type of narrative and kind of expresses like a little bit about you know similar stuff of what he's been doing or whatnot. But he does it in a in a nice storytelling way that gives you this this idea of like a real picture of the city. Uh, I'm gonna talk some little silly shit in the beginning, just how I feel type of shit. So it's like, verse one, right? Been waiting to get this off my mind for a long ass time. What's that? Wendy's chicken sandwich fucking over Popeyes. Lots of extras in my clip, like fries at Five Guys. Neck on Dairy Queen, my right wrist on Hagen Dawes. Now, neck on, neck on Dairy Queen, my wrist on Hagen Dawes. It's just ice. It's just drip ice cream. You know, like you, like rich ice cream, Dairy Queen, a known product. Like you can. You uh, like I understand that part. What I thought was interesting was Wendy's chicken sandwich fucking over Popeyes. I feel like if I'm not mistaken, right? Like Popeyes main, like the Popeyes person is a is a is a black woman, right? Like Louisiana black woman, right? So the way I kind of look at it is like. Yeah, so the Popeyes woman is a black woman, and when he says the Wendy's ch chicken sandwich is taking over Popeyes, well, Wendy's is white. Like, so for me, I kind of took that as like a racial thing in a really creative way, where I was just like, "Yo, he's like talking about the system and how like shit's being gentrified," and that was super fucking cool. My girl colder than the shit they be selling at the. My girl cold. My girl colder than the shit they be selling at Cold Stone. Every time she let me hit, I make her soul go. Brody selling gas like the Chevron Sunoco. The BP. I'm from the West, but I'm good deep East. The semi transform to a fully Decepticon. I like these bars. I like what he's saying. He's really just being like, yo. This is what my hood kind of looks like, and I'm saying some silly shit, but if you really listen to what he's saying and how things transform, it's not just a pun, a pun on the semi transformed to a fully Decepticon. He's like, yo, the semi is a trans, like the semi is a gun. He's talking about a gun will transform into a fully automatic real quickly. He's decepting, he's decepting you. He's, de he's being deceiving. Reach for my gold, can I kill everybody? I'm a leprechaun. Makes sense if you reach for his money and stuff, he'll kill everybody. Leprechauns protect their golden, their golden pot of gold. So their pot of gold. So, like, what he's really saying is actually pretty creative and pretty dope. I really like how he spoke about the Wendy's and the Popeyes chicken sandwich. That was super something that stuck out to me. Uh, telling shit the police ain't asked. I got some extra time. Uh, free the real homies, fuck them ho homies who testified, tell shit the police ain't asked, got some extra time. He's kind of just addressing, like, yo, people who snitched and, like, who've made up some lies are not actually being, you know, apprehended the way they should be or whatnot is kind of what I understand. They want a picture of my city, let me paint it. It's so hard to make it out, but we gonna make it. We want the best shit, we can't do nothing basic. It's Detroit, homie, everywhere I go, that shit's amazing. Absolutely. Verse 2. Let's talk about the people and the shit they be saying. Some people love me so much, you think we related. Some people hate me so much, you think we wasn't related. So he's kind of addressing like how family may not even trust him. And he's having issues with family. But there's some people out there like fans who really can relate with him. And he's like, yo, bro, like we almost family here. So really showing you like family isn't just blood deep. Like some chicken, uh, homie salty because they bitches they in love with. We ate it. We, we ate it. Hey, like some chicken, but they didn't put no hot sauce on it. Okay, 
and I dropped them hoes off after they hopped off they hopped off it I probably dropped a couple dollars on them I'd be talking so much shit I probably dropped some knowledge on them like somebody praying for me like somebody praying for me gotta be sweet grandma old soul I could fuck a I could fuck a homie's mean grandma I don't under I mean he's just proving how good he is I guess and he's just kind of I guess trying to show this mentality of certain people I guess who come from Detroit and this is kind of how they act uh, you ain't never been through shit you trying to find some clout I'll drop your bro and give you something to rap about before a studio we had to trap it out at the club in the slums with the ratchet out more some of that like real detailed picture super dope then we get the chorus then we get verse three again homies get the chills when you when you when young dog speak he a big dog now you know dog you know young dog eat he got some money now they thinking the young dog sweet and he just kind of flows through really just proving like yo i am this is really my city and kind of where i come from and this is what i've made it out to be and i thought that that was super 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 dope I ended up giving this song a 4.2 on 5. This really follows suit so far, and the first half of this project is actually really interesting. As a first listen on T Grizzly, I'm like, yo, this is so cool. He just raps nonchalantly, gives you that energy, gives you that flow in terms of just like, yo, listen to what I have to say, and the beat selections are all great. He's got that grimy attitude. He's got that lovey attitude. He's got all these certain types of size to him. He's just, he's such an artist. It's, it's amazing. And that's pretty much it so far for part one. I'm going to wrap it up here. It's been a minute now. So I'm going to wrap it up here. And uh, part two will be getting done very shortly. Hopefully, I got some other things to take care of. But I will take this time to say thank you so much to the Patreons. Lindell Williams, Ismail Gadamsey, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black Hurricane, Scribble, and Carl J. Thank you so much for everything you guys do for us. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Follow us on Patreon. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, different other things. Be part of that community. Guys, please hit me up in the comments. Let me know what I butchered or anything that I didn't understand. I really just want to grow and try to understand a lot of this with you. I'll also, again, like I said, we'll do a final grading on part two. So please check that out. Hopefully by this gets up when uh, that part two part two will be probably in the link down below by the time I get that out. If not, it'll be on the it'll be on the behind that soup page. But with that, I gotta go. It's really hot in here. I gotta go take a little bit of break, get to editing, and send this out. Have yourself a wonderful rest of the day. And uh, actually, before I go, how is everybody doing with the whole reopening? Is everybody reopening? Where are you from? How is that happening? Let me know. And uh, yeah, I'm out. Peace.